The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Does anyone actually know what's going on here? I literally have no idea. Help. <laughs> We're, We're 20 whatever. whatever. <laughs> Hi. Hey. Hello. And welcome back to 20 whatever. And welcome to the new year. Yes. This is our first episode. Yes. 2024, baby. Ooh. We're here. I feel like we've kind of been saying 2024 a lot longer like i i definitely don't find this one like hard to remember yeah you know like when the new year starts you're like oh yeah 2020 you're like oh no no no, sorry it's 2021 like, i definitely agree because i feel like i already started dating my things 2024 like i'm right. already there like a, and and, mm-hmm. and maybe because it'd be going too quickly and i'm already planning I know. for that stuff that's yeah maybe going down we're like, already like planning into the year so we're already like writing 2020 i feel like i re- we were on the phone recently trying to do some like dates for podcasts and i was like oh my god my date my calendar doesn't even go that far like oh, i was trying yes. to go in my literal yes. physical diary to like go and write it down and i was like oh shit because the year is over right yeah right it ends in december yeah right so it so it ended yeah right. yeah yeah so it's I, over <laughs> i do agree about like 2024 just it, it feels like we're really there mm-hmm. however i did fill out a check yesterday and write 2012 oh, as the oh. date don't maybe be, maybe because you were writing a check. Right. Because oh, that's what is probably this? 2012. <laughs> exactly. You're like, this seems right. <laughs> Let I me was date like, this. Yeah. Where, why did my brain go 2012. there? 2012. Remember when we thought the world was going to end in 2012? Yes. Remember the movie 2012? <gasps> Have I told you, have I told the podcast about my story about 2012? No. I sh- I'm like, is this how we're going to kick off the podcast? Absolutely. What happened what, in 2012? It's a little spicy. Oh, well, my face. So I, in like <laughs> 2000, I think it was like New Year's Eve, like 2009 or 2010. I was like 13 or 14. And we were like up super late. You know, me and my friends, we had a sleepover. Right. And it was when like the conversation around like, oh, in a couple of years, like 2012, the world's going to end. Mm. Right. And we were having that like moment of like but do you guys think it really will? Right. Like, you were like, haha, and then you were like, wait, guys, seriously. Yes. No, right, 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 right. Ha, 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 but, but <laughs> between us. And then it got really quiet. Oh. And one of the girls goes, I don't want to die a virgin. <gasps> right. Right, but, though, but, and, right. Right, and we were all like, <laughs> same. Yeah. <laughs> Because we were all virgins at the time. Right, right. you were like, and we're like 14. Yeah, we're like 14 and we're like, yeah, you know, I'm not like ready to have sex now, but like right. I definitely don't want to die a virgin. Right. right. So we made right. a pact. Right. And we called it GLB 2012, get laid by 2012. And we would mm-hmm. write it on mm-hmm. our hands at school. You know, like on our, like on our palm. I feel like I've now I'm vaguely remembering I just remember, this. I, now she's mentioning, I think about the pact. But yes. I didn't know it was yes. because you didn't want to die. Yes. In 2012. In 2012. Yeah, okay. That is so So funny. we would write on our hands, GLB 2012. And like the boys would be like, what does that mean? Like girls like boys 2012. Like right. this, okay. this, this. Right. Like, we can't tell you. Stop. So like, you know, that friend group, there, there was never like any big falling out. But you know, people fade and, and, and right. spread apart when you get to high school. I was still close with some of the girls. And on New Year's Eve 2012, I remember one of the girls tweeted and tagged all of us and was like, so <laughs> who I'm made screaming. it? I'm screaming. And we were all like weighing in on like, right. <laughs> who made it? I love that. <laughs> I love that. That's I really so do. iconic. And it's so real. And God, I love that feeling so of like those real. little packs. And you know, like back yeah. in the day, yeah. that was like such a thing, like the American Pie movies. Like they were like, right. we will do it before this summer. Like, right. if we and do- also like, if we don't get married, we'll just marry each other. Yeah. Oh, like you and like, like your friend. neighbor Wait, or something. Question. Yeah, totally. Did you, did you guys have someone that you made a pact with? If you guys reached a certain age, you guys would marry each other? 
No, I no, didn't. I, I did. Did you? I did. I had a friend, Kevin Baca. I literally <laughs> still friends with him. And we went to school our whole lives together. And we just like always were together. And we're like, right. man, when we're, if we're not like finding anyone, like this, right. it's tough out here. We're in middle school, by the way, discussing right. this in middle school, how right. tough it is out yeah. here. <laughs> and right. we're like, okay, fine, fine, fine. If we reach 25, because, oh my God. Because 25. Also, also 25. God. If we are not married and there's like no prospects, we will like be, we will be together and it'll work out because our families already love each other. Great. And he's right. like, perfect. Amazing. Girl, we got to 25 and we're looking at each other like, um, no, we can't. What time? How did we think that 25 right. was so much so older? Old. So I, much dude, older. I remember thinking like, okay, by like 23, I'm going to like get married and then I'm going to have 12 kids. Also, when I was on that. <laughs> By like this age, this time, delusion, yeah. straight up delusion. Also, twenty five, so young, so young. I'm like maybe like forty. Or yeah, like, when, I, when there's no prospect, like when I'm like, okay, you know, I've been out here for. I'm ready to settle 30, down. 20 years, thirty years, and yeah. I, you know what's hard out I here. I know myself. Twenty five. Twenty five. That's what we gave. That's what we gave ourselves. We didn't even give ourselves. Thank 30. God there was no prospects. Twenty five. Twenty five. And and I remember I was actually in a relationship, and I do remember like my mom oh my being God, like, "Oh well, you got to tell your friend Kevin that right. you can't marry him." And right. I was like, "Oh girl, I feel like I wish that like how old? I imagine how old are you in middle school? Like, is that fifteen? Ele- no, 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 eleven, Younger. twelve, thirteen. So I guess at thirteen, young me still believed like you would be married and have kids and like by by twenty five. Right, yeah. right. Oh boy, life is not linear like that, Mama Sita. <laughs> literally literally it's like i don't know and i feel like unless our families if we're just like watching our families and i thinking that's just like how it goes i low-key feel like we kind of just make that up a little bit like yeah obviously we're taking in all information from our parents right we see our families a tv or whatever but like i guarantee nobody was like yeah by 25 you should have this but in my head it was like mm-hmm. 25 no one told me that number we didn't we like just made just that up, made that yeah. up. We, we, were, we were just sitting there like hmm and i remember like we were like, in we're middle like school classroom and we were like, like yeah that's like too late that's like, like yeah that's like last 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 resort. last resort we literally were like last resort like <laughs> yeah. okay oh my gosh i'm like my life started at 25 yeah <laughs> You know, the full frontal lobe came in strong. And I was like, wow, you expected yourself to have all that done before your prefrontal cortex was fully developed. Right. Which question imagine like what's crazy is like, I feel like you make some like big decisions before then. And you're like, oh, oh, man, that's crazy. I didn't even have all my decision skills. My what is the frontal decision making skills? Yeah. 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 I mean, as someone who did get married young. I feel like I kind of lucked out. I'm like, wow, I picked a good one. Oh my my brain may not have been fully developed. No, but that's tea. That is tea. Do you think like, because you made those decisions early that you would just make them differently? Like, do you think like even like planning your wedding would have been a little bit different if you did it now? Totally. Mm. Totally. And it's funny looking back because I don't at all regret getting married at 21, but I think I like, I, I, when I look back at it, I'm like, I I was kind of in a hurry. Like, why was Mm, I? mm. Like, Like to get married? Yeah. 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 And I, we would have still ended up married. Like, we're we're very, very happy together. But it's like, did, like, at 21, like, wow, that's young. I felt like I was so old and so established. And I was Mm -hmm. ready. And, you know, we were at a good place in our lives. But now, I mean, we're going to have our seventh wedding anniversary this year. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's a long time. We got married in 2017. Wait, how old were you when you got married? 21. 
21. Yeah. See, and I was 21. 19. No, I was just 20 when we got engaged. I was like, I had just turned 20. Wow. And I'm like, dang, I that's, was. That's young. Yeah. And I'm like, I could have made a bad decision. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that happens. That happens. Yeah, that does happen. Yeah. I mean, and as life we know is not linear, we'd be like. Right. I mean, you could marry somebody at 40 and like. Yeah. Also, yeah. not get it. Like, you right. know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. and still mess it up, too. Yeah. But it's like, it is crazy that we do, like, have all these, even like going to college and like getting thousands and thousands of dollars into debt at a young age, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you, I feel like so much stuff happens when you're like so young that yeah. you just like have to deal with. Yes. Like, those decisions, like, after. Yeah. And you're like, you, cool, I'm so glad I did that when I was 18. Awesome. Which <laughs> you're really expected to set up your life forever for right. sure decide right. what you want to do forever when mm-hmm. you're like 18 right <laughs> right like that's wild we are like what what career do you want to do what this what that and even religion i i remember like mm-hmm. confirming into a religion before i was even like 16 right yeah. me now like different don't like right it's well, just like, had to, like if you did it now you would at least like understand, had, understand did your research wasn't influenced by somebody like there's I so think much that, that's the the piece is just like Obviously, the older you get, the more information you n- learn and the more right. info you get. And you're just right. like, I just can make more better decisions. And by 15, I feel like you just have not lived enough life to make a decision that you would make if you had more experience. Right. Yeah. Obviously, but you only know how much you know. <laughs> right, right. That's like the kicker where you're just like, why didn't I know this? Like, and you're like, because you, how would you know? Yeah, because you hadn't experienced it yet. Right. We, we, no, no. I know. <laughs> We just, we were just talking about this. Because we were talking about how, like, the effort of, like, doing Vlogmas and how, like, doing something, there's so much that you can, like, say, oh, like, oh, I'll do it this way, but there's a thing of saying it and of doing it. Right. And once you actually picture life, you can picture it, but then once you start living it and you're doing it, Mm -hmm. it's different. And to compare it smallly to Vlogmas. Right. Where it was, like, that was something that I had to do every single day, right? Right, And it taught me, sometimes I wasn't happy at, at, like, the outcome of every single day video, but I was, like, I learned so much valuable things Mm -hmm. from every single day that I can apply to the future. And I was, like, Paloma, that's so obvious. Like, obviously, if you do something more, the more you practice, the more better you get at it. Right. So why am I skipping all that and just being, like, why don't I, why isn't it just doing the thing? Literally me. I was like thinking about like what I could do differently. I was like, God, I wish I would have done this because this would have been easier if I would have, if I would have pre-filmed more, if I would have like planned more, if I would have done all this stuff. And it's like, you've never done this. Yeah. How would you How know? How would you know what you should have done? And, now you know, because you, you did it. And you applied <laughs> what you learned last year. And that's what we were right. saying. We were like, yeah. you... It's not like this year you were like, oh, I'm just going to. No, you even went in this year being like, like, I'm going to do this. And both of us, we were all planning like. Yep. But then at the end of it or in the middle of it, you're like, oh, I actually could have done things differently. Right. And that's just. Life. Yeah. Being in your 20s. Yeah. (laughs) Right. You're like, I could have done that. Totally. Yeah. Life in your 20s. Life in your 20s be like, "Um, I wish I would have known, but then you have to do the thing. You know, you know, if you relate at all or if you're into the 20s content, be sure to subscribe. We'll be here every Wednesday on all podcast platforms. We're here on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. Find us everywhere. Follow us because... We got more 20s relatable content coming your way. That was the first of many times of us telling you to subscribe for the year. Yep. (laughs) Woo! Woo! And as I've been practicing telling the subscribers to subscribe, I've gotten better and not fucked up and saying 100. (laughs) Right. But for so long, that was like weighing on me where I was like, I'm scared to like 
do the call to, to say, action. Yeah. That's so silly. Like, right. you know, but because like, now you've done it and now you're like, yes. Right. And, and, and like in your mind, you're like, oh, just say it. And then you get there and you're like, wait, Hold I don't on. know how. And it's with practice. And that's the tough lesson mm-hmm. that I've had to learn. But yep. because you can just picture it in your mind. It's so much easier to be like, oh, well, then I'll do this and I'll do that. Right. And blah, blah, blah. And like in theory. In theory. I was literally about to be like, it's all in theory. Theoretical. Mm-hmm. It's all theoretical. Until, until so, it's reality. Not to, again, draw like an, uh, an equivalence that makes maybe no sense, but it does in my brain. As you were explaining all of that, I'm like, that's like what having a kid is. It's all theoretical. Oh, right, right. right? Like, oh, I'm going to be this kind of parent and I'm going to do this. But you don't know until you do. And then that's why at the beginning, everyone's like, oh, my God, I know nothing. I I thought I planned for this and this. You plan as best as you can, but you only know as much. You only know by doing. Damn. Right. Oh, And also your kid could be, like, so different than how you thought they were going to be, too. Right. So you're like, oh, yeah, we're going to go to, like, the park and do this, like, every other day. And your kid's like, I don't do grass. I don't like the park. So you're like, I planned for the park. Like, (laughs) I don't know. You know what I mean? (laughs) Even, like, having a second kid, I'm like, I know how to do everything with Grace. You know, we're in such a good spot. I like, you know, know I know everything that makes her tick, right? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. This baby is not Grace. That's right. I know how to parent Grace. And so there are some elements of that that I can take into this, but this right. is a whole new it's human whole being. New person. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I obviously never thought of that. Uh, right. Because I'm never <laughs> about to brought a life in, but like right. sitting here taking the moment to think like, of like, well, oh my gosh, tea. that is a journey that is so unknown. Right. Oh my goodness. Right. Because even personality, like you said, like you Personalities. can, I, you like, you may be like, oh, I can't wait to like do baseball with them. And you're like, how do you know your son wants to play baseball? Right. You know, you don't know. And, and yeah. I feel like it's kind of tough to even think about that, those conversations where you're like, hey, this per- this person's their own person. And like, right. just because you want them to play baseball, maybe they don't. So right. like, yeah. let's let's start preparing ourselves for if they don't want to play baseball, because I'm not going to try to make fe- make my kid feel bad about not wanting to play baseball, even though right. it means everything to me. And, right. I, and baseball is subbing for musical theater for me because I <laughs> right. will try to like be like, we want to do theater, baby. Oh, my God, I want to have so many kids so we can all do theater all the time and just right. do. But what if my kids are like, That'll be a tragedy, bro. They hate singing. I'm like, oh, boy. Yeah. But who am I to judge them? Get a new one. New kid. (laughs) Please. I like it. That'll be so tragic. But also tea. I mean, it's. Well, and it's so funny because I feel like when, at least for me, when you're imagining having your ki- your a child, your first child, you kind of imagine them being the way that you were. Right. Because right. that's what you knew. Right. So I, as a kid, I was like crazy off the walls. I was so loud. I was so outgoing. Grace is a little reserved. You know, she can right. be a little shy. She's very like, she's kind of delicate. She mm-hmm. doesn't right. really like to get messy. Whereas I was like rolling in the mud. Mm. And so I'm like, don't you want to like, yeah. Don't you want to like get messy? She's like, she's like mm, wash, wash, wash my hands, please. <laughs> right. Oh, like, yeah. right. You know? And so it's interesting just like learning who that human being is. Mm-hmm. Right. And like you were saying with like, okay, you can want them to do this thing. But you also have to give them space to, like, learn who they are so that you can also learn who they are. Right. You know? Ooh, that's good. And, like, also it's such a, like, when they're so young, like, Grace is two and a half, like, they don't really get, there's not that many activities they can do. Right. Like, I don't know if Grace will like musical theater, because the earliest musical theater class I could find starts at four. Right. (laughs) So we've got to wait. we got to, we got to wait. At least if, if Grace doesn't like it, at least you can try again. There you go. (laughs) But here's the thing, sidebar, I'm, it's giving Grace totally is, because she loves her, those, like, 
shows and movies like yes when, right. like she loves the captain america musical like right. there's no, that girl is a musical theater girly yeah 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 <laughs> and she Deep. loves dance oh my gosh i feel like since her dance oh, yeah. recital because we had her dance recital in december oh. she has because she always really liked dance she always liked going to dance class like more than any of the other activities we tried but it was the it was the getting on stage for her that like, and as, again, with her being a little shy, I, I was literally about to be like, yeah. I would think that she would be yeah. a little shy. Yeah. I didn't even know going into it. I'm like, okay, she might not go on stage. That's okay. She's going to have right. fun, like, you know, getting in the costume. Right. And like being there with everybody. Yeah, being yeah. backstage. She loved it. Oh, and she it keeps asking me every time we go to dance class, she's like, and then we go on stage. And I'm like, that was like a special thing they do like once a year. Right. So we're going to have to wait. But she wants to like play dance recital. And like play dance class. That is I'm very so, I, theater girly. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. Yeah. congratulations. You did good. You did good. <laughs> She's like, when does the spotlight right. come on? She's oh, like, <laughs> speaking of which, you know what she told me on the way home from her recital? She goes, I said, did you have so much fun, you know, performing? She goes, I love it. I, I, I want to go on stage again. I want to go one more time. One more time on stage. I want to go on stage with no other people. <gasps> oh. And I said, you mean like without the other kids, like just you? She goes, I want to go by myself. I said, that's called a solo. And she goes, I like solo. Yes, she does. <laughs> yes, she does. Yes, she I does. I am How funny is that? You know I, what? That's period. She like didn't know what it was called, but she was like, what if it was She's like, what if everybody me? else left <laughs> and everybody watched me? What's, what's iconic is like, you so need to remember that because once she does get like her first lead or solo or some shit, you're going to have to tell her. She's going to be like, wow, I manifested Mes- this. Yeah. Manifested it at two and a half. That's so <laughs> at funny. At two, she was like, this is cute, but just me. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> one this more time, is- one more time, but just me, baby. Right, yeah. right, right. She goes, oh my God, let's do this again. But all of you guys, you go sit with your moms and stuff. Right. And watch me. Yeah. <laughs> but I love that. I do love that. That is also so relatable. relatable. Yeah. I'm like, me too. I know. Right? Ah, throw her in the back. She's one right. of us. Right. <laughs> right. That was like kind of like how it was with your sister when she started getting oh, yeah. into musical theater. Like you were getting so like excited that she was. D- oh my like, God. It was great. Just the But fact- also I feel like she, they had to be like, she just had to be that way because we were so like that. But also she did it way differently than I did. Mm. She's like still does musical theater, but it's so different than how I like my journey there yeah but i was like well we did it we got her here so we did what we did what we needed to do yeah and i love hearing like we're gonna do auditions what am i singing i know callbacks like she'll that- call ryan i'm like you have to got to call me we don't live together anymore so i, I need know. the give me a call facetime literally me. girl how did the auditions go <laughs> literally because what song are we singing right what are we doing right god i love, I love so much. It. i know <laughs> we just saw a show oh you did we just saw a show I, yes and it was so good we saw my friend sarah in it she was great it was a show that neither of us had seen before called she loves me mm-hmm. it's like an older like very musical theater vibe and it was so good and she was like loved it so much like so happy to be seeing theater but i don't belong in the seats i belong behind the stage <laughs> And I was like, yeah, agree. I was like, watching the show is cute, but like, we belong behind the curtain. I had a hair too many dirty Shirley's and I was really in my emotional theater vibes. And like, my heart was so full. I had like a friend out of from out of town and he's been in New York. So he came home for the holidays. And so we got to reunite and go see that show with Ryan. And I remember like sitting in that theater a little sad, but also happy. Uh, yeah. Happy, sad. You right. Know? That's why it was one of those moments. Like I sat down and I like, looked I at my friends. I was so happy to be like in this space watching a show. Like there was a live band. Like we it wa- was just Ugh. so. Dude, we walked into the theater and both me and Riley were like, do you smell that? It smells oh, yeah. like wood, like the back of it. And it, I think it was like the smell of ants. Like, you know, like. Yeah. Like, it just smelled like, like 
backstage. I don't know. Yeah. You know that smell? It but, smelled like a dressing room. Yeah. yeah it but, smelled yeah, like that. It smelled like and that. And we were like, we were just like so like, oh my gosh, this feels amazing. It I just remember great. sitting in the seats and hugging them and being like, I just want to remember this moment so much. Like, yeah. I'm here with like my people and just seeing something yeah. that made, I just feel so alive. And I was just like, heart yeah. full. Like, so. It was very sweet. Yeah. It was very sweet. And it was in Hollywood too. So it also just felt like, you know, like we're yeah. doing a thing. It was just, yeah. But I was like, this is so good, except um, I wish it was me. Yeah. And, and then <laughs> I was like, this is super cute and I love this, but we don't belong here. Yeah. And I mean that. It's And it's giving grace. Yeah. <laughs> love this. I love this. How do we just, here. how do we do it just For me? me. Yeah. That's I would how I love felt. to be in a show. Oh my gosh. Just hearing dude. you talk about that. I'm like, dude, I miss theater so much. so much. But what I love, see, because sometimes I still find myself like, googling auditions and like let's be real uh, at the stage relatable. i am in my life right. i am not a there's no way i could fit a show into my schedule however the time will come because what i love about theater you never age out right like right sports and stuff you know there is a timeline of like yeah, you know yeah. how long your ability, body can yep. do that and you have the ability yeah. mm-hmm. i can do theater till i'm 90 right mm-hmm. and i will be back yes oh well once Absolutely. a theater kid always a theater kid like oh, that yeah. shit like it just like stays with you, even if you don't actually participate in it anymore. Like that's still an active part of your lives. I mean, I, I haven't done a show in a while, two years, I think maybe yeah. a year and a half. And I'm like, I need it like fiending. I know. Yeah. I crave it so much. I just truly look for that community within those people so much. Mm-hmm. It just feels so good. And like I saw on my TikTok uh, for you page, it was the moment after the curtains closed. Oh, and it showed all the girls like hugging each other yeah. after. And I was like, oh my gosh, that feeling of like the curtains close and the cast is just like hugging each other. I was yeah. Like, oh. It feels so it's too much love it's so sickening and it's just so much bonding and i also saw a video that they say that like when people sing together or like dance together it's just like in unison in unison Mm -hmm. it just like really bonds you together Mm -hmm. on like a different level and i'm like that has to be real because there's no way. Because, like, why am I sobbing? Yeah. After this? Like, Lame Is has just closed. Like, uh, why do like, I feel like it's the end of the world? Like, literally end of the world. Well, that's why we all would get on Facebook and write our, like, eight paragraph long <laughs> end of show post. Right. We created something truly magic on stage together and something that will stay with me forever. And you know what? It does stay with you forever. And, and it was Beauty and the Beast Jr. Yeah. <laughs> And I was dancing plate number seven. And it was bad. (laughs) It was goddamn Susical the musical, girl. Literally. Chasing the who's. Like, why? And I'm like, this is the magic. This, yeah. But it does, it makes you feel something even if it's bad. Yes. Oh my God, yes. Before we move on to the next topic, just because I have to know, um, what is, what do you think is the worst show you were ever in? <laughs> oh my God. Also, if you're a theater girly in the comments, please. Oh my God, yes. please, please. Please let please, us know. Please. Cause there was one show I was in and my mom used to like, she, she would come to like most of the shows, you know, if we had like a weekend or two weekends of shows, mm-hmm. she'd try to come to a lot of them. And there was one time, one, one production of Snow White that I was in. And I think I was in Snow White like three times. Mm-hmm. And there was one where she told me, she was like. It's not very good. Yeah. You know, I think I'm yeah. just going to come to one or two. Yeah. You know, it's it's tough to sit through. She didn't tell me then. She told me like a couple years later when I was in, I think then I was in Snow White again. And she's like, yeah, the last time you were in it, it was really hard to sit through. Mm. Yeah. It was not great. Yeah. There was just a, it was a singing heavy show. The yeah. version we oh, did. Oh, and the singing was bad. Oh, and the singing was very bad. Yeah. It's 
That's that's rough when you rely, when the show relies on singing when and it's the into the woods ba- and Ugh. and it's not a good cast. You're like, oh, that's we gonna, we gonna be here for <laughs> three hours no, of singing into the woods. I feel oh like God, me singing that one one time. I was like, oh boy, this Les can't Mis be this can't be bad. Like this, it just can't. It's too long. Yeah, Lame Miz is like that too, and like yeah. also the songs of Lame Miz are like hard. <gasps> It's just so. Songs. I think it's also weird from like a backstage perspective of seeing so many of are working so many of the shows over and over again. Is it's wor- it's worse? Don't get me wrong. A bad show is bad. If you're like, oh, <laughs> we're gonna be here for a bit. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm being paid to dissociate and point a spotlight. Right. Um, right. Which is great. Get the, get the bag. Right. But what's worse is because if you genuinely love theater, most of those people end up in those positions. Yeah. And right. So it's when they're almost getting there they're yes. almost good oh, yes. they're reaching for it but it's not quite there and you're yes. just because you're in anticipation for like two and a half hours like, right you're like oh, 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 oh. yeah oh. i think the worst show i ever did was 13 the musical <laughs> who were you in 13 i was brett you were brett yeah who's brett i don't know the musical the just characters a, the bully boy yeah oh. the bad guy oh he- <laughs> They typecasted you. Be- oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, you, you didn't even open your mouth. You walked into the audition room and they were like, like villain. Bro- <laughs> Listen, yeah. We have some experience of with some theater companies who like they really just They really just see you. you and they just see you. Yeah. yeah. I also was the like very tall. So, you know. Yeah, they needed someone. Yeah, high-wise. they had to give that. And it was like, fine, whatever. And yeah. well, be- and because of that, I was single cast. Everybody else was double cast, but because like I was the only oh, one that's that could do that. So I loved that. Dude, that yeah. was like the biggest flex. When everyone's double cast and there's like two people who aren't, and you're like, yeah. It's because I'm the best. Yeah. And they couldn't double cast me. <laughs> that's what I'm I told the only everybody. one who could do this role. Right. So, sorry. Oh, uh, I yeah. wish I could have seen that. My little okay. brother was in 13 <laughs> oh. when he was 13, and he was Evan. And he Scream. went. He went through puberty during like <laughs> the rehearsal process. Tragic, tragic, tragic. So he auditioned, singing, you know, thirteen, everything right. switches, and then thirteen. Oh yeah, was oh. that? He did great though. Oh good, oh, good, love good, you, good, Austin. Good, good. But good. he, there were some notes that he was able to reach in the audition that he could not reach at that, the performance. That yeah. happens, and that happens especially in community theater where you have like kids those age going through that, or like doing the musical thirteen. You have kids like literally at that age, and you're like, yeah. well. Well, it's at least for 13, it made sense. Yeah. Yeah. T. My worst show probably was when I was a little girl and I was in Sleeping Beauty Junior. And just, mm. I feel like once you just start di- dipping your toes into the junior. The junior, I was yeah. literally about to say There's just like that. Cinderella Junior. Those just like, just you just, and I think as always, it's junior. So it's for the younger cast. And so it's just a lot, you're just working with a lot more younger kids. And mm-hmm. I feel like the parents are leaning more into the fun of the kids than the actual production. And it's right. a little tough when you are like, Trying to like trying do something. Trying to put on a Broadway yeah. production <laughs> in the community. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. In the community. Space, I'm sure. like 12 years old and I'm like, this just won't do. You're and like, I, this I mean, is my big break. Yeah. Right. And you guys need to step it up. Right. Now, who were you in this terrible production of Sleeping Beauty Junior? I got cast as Maleficent. So it was Period. one of my. It was one of my very first leads. Like, right. I was like, holy sh. I'm the lead bad girl. Right. Typecast as me. They always wanted to p- put me as like bad girl because I right. same. Like, I was like, either villain or crazy lady. Right. And honestly, I'm gonna. I've spoken about this. I think that it's because the three of us have such strong. I was just personalities, about to say that. And it's really hard to cast people that have that like strong essence. Right. And yeah. I remember like in Hairspray, they were like, I wanted to be Penny Lou Pingleton so bad. Sorry yeah. to sidebar, but I was like so badly. And I remember talking to the director, and he was like, I'm so sorry, but like you didn't look like you could be like taken advantage. Right. You were like Amber. Right. You were just confident. I was like, yeah. I was being smiley. He's like, but you were 
smiley confident and you look like right. you could have killed me. So I was like, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Right. But like typecast. Typecast. Yeah. And you yeah. just have a strong energy. So yeah. I was Maleficent and my brother actually, what's funny about, fun about this one was my brother was always like the sports kid. So like I was a theater kid and right. always at his games. Right. He ended up breaking his arm that year. So uh, he got, he didn't get to do like sports that year. And my mom yeah. was like, you need to think of something to sign up for, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh my God, David, the musical auditions for Sleeping Beauty are coming up. Please, right. you should do it. Like you're a boy, they're gonna cast you is what I right. told him. And that always happens. Which is also a whole nother thing. Which yeah. is a whole, whole nother thing. So I was like, David, please, 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 I'm begging you. And he's like, okay, fine, fine, fine. He gets dragged to the audition. Right. And they're like, what are you going to sing? You know, like, you right. never have the song. Totally. And he, they're like, just sing happy birthday. So yep. there he yeah. goes, sings coming. happy birthday. <laughs> yep. And he gets cast as the young prince. Oh my. Right. I, right. young right. me was like, this is your first audition. Right. You get a mic. <laughs> you, get a, you get a mic. You get a mic. Yeah. You get lines. And yep. oh, by the way, you come on stage before I do. I was like, mom, this is so unfair. I can't believe it. Right. But that was like my story of my life. I was always going to auditions and they always wanted my brother because they always want boys. Like, I we could talk, we could really go into those no, stories really, of, 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 of literally being at an, at an audition and they were like oh you're so cute but like your brother might have that look that we're really really right. and I'm like alright cool I love this that look right. aka is male right right <laughs> is male yeah. is male yep which do you guys think that still nowadays it's like as like hard to find guys or do you think more men are just like in that I feel like it's I feel like there's still I, f- I feel like there's still like a absence yeah of i feel like the ratio is still still like heavily more like female but i think that more men do theater now like i definitely think there's more involvement but the ratio is like i still think like pretty astronomical right (laughs) yeah which is interesting because like so much in the shows are like boys you're like so much of the musicals are literally based on men based on men based on like romance and like you know and i'm like yeah well if you know that we don't have any boys maybe we shouldn't be doing fiddler on the roof i don't know (laughs) you know what i mean like maybe we shouldn't be trying to cast newsies Newsies. right now they are always trying to do newsies and you're like all right all the girls are boys yeah but then and it's like fine right like cast girls that's so fine fine. but then when they don't want to do that i'm like so then why are we doing this like you should have done a show that literally is little women maybe try that one right yeah not newsies guys anyway (laughs) <laughs> we could talk about theater for literally hours i oh god i literally could talk about it forever it's my maybe maybe we need to do another, another theater, theater episode, episode soon because it's been a minute it yeah, has it's been well, a minute yeah yeah i don't think we did it when did we i think we did it in the, fr- the first year yeah i don't think yeah <gasps> it's been so long we got to do it and again. clearly we have plenty to say I, like, right yeah. <laughs> the conversation really, never I, ends. I truly don't think we had any plans of talking about theater no today. no we had a couple bullet points of things we wanted to hit none of those were theater you know what we did want to talk about though mm. was some of the uh the pop culture-y things that have gone on in like the past couple weeks ah uh, yes there's been some tea the yeah tiktok news tiktok <laughs> news yes I have been seeing so much stuff about the Matt Rife controversy. Yeah. Are you guys, how deep are you guys in that? I, I need to get some, some, some back info because I've only some seen some like little analyzing the situation. So like now I'm right. like, I know probably why he's doing it, but I don't know what he did. I was like, right. oh, okay. You just know it's bad. Right. Yeah. The girls yeah. are upset. Yeah. And, pro- and, and so we're upset. So we're mad. Yeah. yeah. So I'm tell pretty, me why we're mad. I'm pretty like. I know, I know what's going on. I don't think I'm updated, but like I was, TikTok was letting me know. So, yeah. 
give me a who is Matt Reif mm. for for those who don't know. Okay, so tea. Matt Reif is a comedian. Okay, I believe he was also on like an MTV show before that, Wild and Out. Oh, right. And um, he has blown up in the last year or so on TikTok doing crowd work. Okay. So his interactions with the audience, and he's he's made a very female heavy audience. A lot of people think it's because he's very attractive. Maybe I have different tastes. I don't find him very attractive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then when I said that to Steven, Steven's like, what are you talking about? He's so, he's like a god. And I was like, right. <laughs> right. To me, okay, that's your type, like, but not mine. He looks like a handsome Squidward. Squidward. I've seen that. Oh, that's what he looks like. And yeah. like that, that's handsome for Squidward. <laughs> Like that, like handsome Squidward. Right, it's not even Squidward. Gives. It's giving handsome, handsome Squidward. And, and 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 that lo- that worked for him. It does not work for Mr. Matt Rife. Mm. <laughs> respectfully, disrespectfully. Actually, what the fuck? Yeah. Disrespectfully, disrespectfully to you. <laughs> so a lot. He's gained this following. Some people say, you know, oh, he's not even that funny. He's just attractive. Some people are like, no, he's very charismatic, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know, the the audience loves him, and he mm. posts these you know clips on TikTok that go super viral. So he had been doing that for a while. He recently got a Netflix special. Okay. And this Netflix special, uh, one of the things he said in an interview was, I wanted to prove that this, like, I'm not just a comedian for the girls. Like, this special is more for, like, men than it is for women. Okay. Sure. Sure. Right. Uh, Very much at the expense of women. Uh Uh-huh. He opens the show with a domestic violence joke in which the punchline is, Women get hit because they can't cook. That's the punchline. Mm. And here's the thing. He's now taken this angle of, you can't joke about anything nowadays. Mm-hmm. Which. Yawn. You're yeah. just not funny. Yeah. That's the thing. Oh, that's really what it is. You you can make edgy jokes, but they need to be funny and creative. That's just like a joke straight out of the 1950s. Right. right. That's also not funny. No. Right. Like, domestic violence isn't funny. It's not funny. But like. If you can make it funny, the people will laugh. But it's not funny. Well, and that's why there's there's not, it's not a joke. Oftentimes, to make it funny, it's the juxtaposition of people think you're going to make a joke like that, and then you flip it on its head. Right. Mm-hmm. May, when I because I watched the clip of it, and I'm thinking, okay, maybe he's gonna he's gonna do he's gonna have a little switcheroo. Nope, that's the joke. Mm. He gets backlash for that and for other things in this special, but more so than the backlash, what I saw a lot of on TikTok was it's just not funny. It's yeah. just not funny. He's just not, like, that funny. And maybe, and his crowd work is really good. And that's what mm. people have seen on TikTok. But, like, he's, like, in a full-length comedy special, maybe he's not that funny. Yeah. Yeah, what like he stand did, up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What he did next, to me, was the nail in the coffin. Unforgivable. So, he posted on Instagram saying, for those who have been upset about the jokes that I've made in my special, here's a link to my official apology. I don't think I know what you're You about don't to know say. what I'm going to oh say? God, no. To the link was to a website that sells special needs helmets. <gasps> yeah. That was his response. And he really thought he did something. Yep. So you're just so not funny. So not funny. I was literally about to be like, in again. So disgusting. Not if you want to stand by your not funny jokes, stand by it and say nothing. Right. Yeah. You just made, you literally just made it so much worse. So much worse. Mm. So distasteful. Again, so not funny. Right. Yeah. Oof. That's so tough. Mm. It's yeah. so like, because also before pre-apology thoughts was like, 
if your whole fan base is win, who cares? First of all, if you're making your money and you're doing your thing and everybody's happy, why are you upset that your fan base is women? Because yeah. like, if you're not funny and men don't find you funny, let's just say, because now you've lost everybody. Because yeah. now you've made a joke about women. All them women gone. Yeah. Yeah. What? And the video that I saw talking about this and because I, I and I honestly stayed to listen because I had been scrolling so much and just kept seeing his name over and over and over. Mm-hmm. And I was like, let me listen to somebody and get some sort of gist. And it was this woman basically like dissecting why he was doing this or like the psyche about it. And they were like, right. this gentleman has like an audience pre-female and like he just wants to be seen probably as like a real comedian. Mm-hmm. And so, right. And he's realizing that his followers are just following him because of his looks. Right. So, and but also, also his looks are fake. That's the, take it from like, here, Ryan. He's literally like surgery, plastic surgery up. And like, do you think girl, I don't give a fuck. I, same. Right. But like, right. He's denying to be, it. Oh, he's denying it. And to be mad that people think he's attractive. Like girl, you made yourself like that for people to think you're attractive like yeah so huh yeah there was a whole bit between um not his plastic surgeon but a uh a plastic surgeon who has a presence on tiktok because this is where i first heard who matt rife was yeah like um, a couple months ago uh where he the surgeon made a you know funny little 12 second clip like walking through his office to one of the trending sounds and it said something to the effect of like when you create the most perfect jawline and your client immediately gets canceled. And everyone was in the comments because this happened around the same time tagging Matt Reif. Right. And Matt Reif was like going in the comments of this guy's Twitter, his Instagram, his TikTok being like, uh, that violates HIPAA. And it's like, it's not your doctor. (laughs) And he never said your name. And now you're exposing yourself. Yep. And also, also red flag. If I, if, if you, when you see celebrities in the comments of other things, like going off and like replying to people, I'm like, you're, you've lost. Yeah. You've lost. <laughs> and he would rather like talk shit about women and like, just to like hope that the men would like take him for real. Right. That now, that now nobody wants to take you for real. Right. Now you're a joke. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, and then there's the whole other element to it of the canceled podcast Brooke Schofield stuff. With Do you know Tana? about that? Yeah. Yes. yes. Please, please, please. So, uh, a while back, Tana and Brooke on their mm-hmm. podcast called Canceled had Matt Reif as a guest. Okay. And there have been <laughs> clips resurfacing from it. One of my favorites is Matt Reif saying, you know, the only reason people hate someone is because they're jealous of them. That's it. If you hate someone, it's because you're jealous. And Tana goes, so do you think people are jealous of Osama bin Laden? Oh, but, but <laughs> she got him so good. She got so quiet. She was like, that's so crazy. You know what? You're so right. Da, da, da. You know, do you really just, do you think people like very earnestly? Right. She, she, her comedic timing. Oh, so oh. clips start resurfacing of this podcast and Tana and Brooke, especially Brooke, are, you know, kind of defending Matt. Right. You know? And then it comes out that Brooke had dated Matt Reif previously. And there was like a code name they used on the podcast for a guy who was Matt Reif. And like from when they did that podcast, like they had already dated before that. Right. He was dating other people at the same time. Brooke got connected with these other girls. They all were in a group chat. They figured out the timeline she Brooke comes out and now says all of this, right? And says, "I can't believe I was like defending you. I can't believe." Oh. Puts him on blast. Talks about it all on her podcast, right. and he has blocked her and all of this stuff. You know, I love that. Well, and it's like they were seeing each other 
he went on a trip and then he ne- or he said oh i'll like i'll be there tonight and he never showed up so yes. he just like yeah. ghosted. ghosted he went yep. full ghost and then went on their podcast and pretended like they'd never met yeah so the episode that was like filmed way before of the tana matt and mm-hmm. brooke just completely like he's just sitting there being like i've never met either of you before and brooke's sitting there like being so nice yeah yeah and there was also all this other stuff of like he had gone on another podcast while she was seeing him Mm. and like talked really degradingly about women's bodies and especially like things that related to her and like her genitals oh and like she was like watching it back like that's is this is this play about us yeah yeah yes right and um just like disrespect and a ton of things like that so she you know talks about it on her podcast mm-hmm. and then he unblocks her and texts her brooke it's mr first of all just like that <sighs> and she just responds with the link that he posted on his story of the special needs helmets right oh. and then she posted it to twitter Zinga. I love the pettiness. <laughs> I yeah. do like the pettiness, and it's and it's pettiness. nice that you can send that link to just be like, by the way, but also no, literally. <laughs> so wow. that has been. I have been so. I haven't been invested in drama like this in so long. <laughs> it's kind of fun. It's it's kind of fun. I was I was like I kind of feel like Ryan during Drama Dude, like I was watching like tea spill videos on it. It I there's something about it because I just like it's one thing to like see the information as it comes in you know and watch the tiktoks when they come or whatever yep. or even like search out your own information but when these people put it in all the information you need to know in a 30 minute video giving you the tea the timelines the information the backstory the spark notes bro it's iconic and now i know and i didn't have to scroll through 45 tiktoks for part one 45 this, this that's this, what this. i need to look into it's girl do you guys have like a youtuber that does like covers that like i haven't just keeping you up with the pop culture and stuff i guess like tea spill I, yeah the, i don't really watch the drama channels anymore but tea spill and here for the tea, i don't think here for the tea makes videos anymore which is sad miss you girl if you're watching <laughs> <laughs> loved here for the tea but yeah i think tea spill is probably the one and uh rich lux but i don't really i don't think that's vetted i wouldn't watch rich lux tea spills the one that i've been watching and okay. she just did a face reveal yes that was a big deal yeah oh they because don't show them there. she had no. and she used like a voice modulator Vo- yep because they just show like cool. pictures and clips because they're just referencing like information and they're also kind of they're not talking shit but they're definitely out. and and they're like I, I was connected with so-and-so like i got a close connect so they kind of have to be a little bit chill because so now that there's like the face reveal like there's no anonymity. I don't know. Anonymity. Yeah. And then anemone. Anemone. is really strong. <laughs> Literally. But I feel like T-Spill at this point has like, like she's like an icon now. Like, yeah. It's just yeah. like. And I feel like she's generally pretty like. Yeah. She's neutral. not. Yeah. She approaches things like very respectfully. And yeah. she's simply giving the facts. So like, I don't feel dirty watching her. Right. Especially right. like right. the Matt Rife coverage. Right. Right. Which I think part of the reason I was so interested in this is steven was like a fan of matt rife from Mm. the tiktok clips right because steven and i always show each other tiktoks and he would show me like clips of matt rife's crowd work right he's like oh my god this comedian like he's blowing up he's so funny and i was always like i don't i don't like him Mm. like even like he came to san diego and some of steven's friends wanted to go see him and i was like i'm out i just don't yeah the vibes are vibes are off and now i feel vindicated and now steven's like i cannot believe i ever like liked this guy right you know right but i feel like i'm not usually the best judge of character (laughs) really (laughs) i don't think i'm a good like usually i just 
I'm I don't just know. like down or like. Tr- I just like, kind of like everyone <laughs> until I'm given a reason not to. Which you right. should, which is absolutely. But there was absolutely. something yeah. about Matt Rife where even my like horrible radar of who's a good person <laughs> right. was like, ding, ding, ding. God. I, I think you're really something I admire about you that I strive to do more of is you either you inherently do it or you've practiced doing it but you take things at face value there are some people that just can tell yeah and i partially feel like i sometimes can tell too and i don't know what it is but like sometimes you'll just meet and i'm like there's nothing wrong but the vibe just didn't feel as like i I don't know it's it's just a vibe yeah i never pick up on the vibe sometimes Mm. and i'm like Hmm, I don't know. I don't know. Like for sure, but I don't know. Yeah, me too. I th- I think I I don't ever really recognize it in the moment as like feeling weird. Mm. But I just like feel weird and I'm like maybe I'm just weird. Which is literally like maybe it's just me (laughs) all the time. (laughs) Like maybe I was so stupid just now. Like, you know, maybe I like said something and felt weird or like made a face and it was weird, like and I just put it on myself until they do something and then I'm like, right, it was you because I'm I'm perfect. Dude, I'm constantly like gaslighting myself. I'm like, it's me. It's yeah, me. It's me. It's me. I'm like, Paloma, you're already. I'm like, that was so weird. Paloma, you're weird. I'm like, right. So that's probably what it was. Right. So you guys are picking up on it, but you're shoving it back and, you know, kind of putting like, it on yourself. And put, yeah. And, yeah. And because thinking it's something because I, there's no I can't be like, oh, it's because they said this or they did this. Mm-hmm. It's just so I don't have I don't have anywhere to place it. You don't so have I, anything concrete. Yeah. I can just be like, well, they were weird. But like, that's not really fair. So it's giving. Yeah. A so it's like, oh, I'm, I'm weird. I was just me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> because I'm not going to be like, oh, they were giving weird and I don't know what it is, but mm, right, if you can't explain like it. it, it's like, yeah, if I, I don't can't explain it. I don't want to. I, I really like know. to live by like what you said. I don't I want to trust people and like give them the benefit of the doubt until like they give me another. Otherwise, what yeah. the right. is that like until you give me another reason? Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. A reason to giving people you. the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. 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 I'm, y- you guys know I'm always giving them over the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of people, I have a hard time giving benefit of the doubt too. you mentioned uh, earlier today, Jason Nash and the live battles oh my god have you guys been keeping up with any of that i okay so (laughs) (laughs) i saw this girl like stitch a tiktok of like somebody else's tiktok screen recording of jason nash like battling some random guy and i haven't seen i forgot he even existed like Jason Nash, I'm like, who forgot like totally forgot because the last time i saw him was when he was dating trisha paytas and that was a tragedy of a relationship just yeah. like unfolding on the internet. So tragic. She was so sad and he was so mean to her. It was terrible. Uh. Um, so that was the last time I saw him. And that was like years ago. Yeah. That was like three or four years ago. And I saw him and I was like, who is this man? Like I know him. And then I was like, oh, this is like David Dobrik's like guy. But they're like not got friends anymore because of whatever, the, what I, whatever. I don't even know that tea. I don't know any of the David Dobrik team. I think it's better that way. Yeah. Um, so I was watching this TikTok and she was like, ever since David Dobrik like kicked Jason Nash like out of the tea, he's been like on TikTok live, like basically begging for money. And everybody's like, so and he's got like teenage kids. Like, it's just like embarrassing, you know? And here's the thing. Like, get your bag. Right. You know? But right. I feel like there should be something else to the live stream other than begging for donations it's literally like okay guys like like this let's get 45 100 likes and like oh yeah yeah it's like just and it's chaotic and you can tell he literally just like all right guys get us to forty five thousand likes and blah, like cracked he's also not doing anything oh, he's just, just like yelling asking. in the yeah. in the camera he's like i've never had to do anything before what do i do just 
give me money. Like, you know, literally. Yeah. And, and I don't know this gentleman, so I don't know what his line of, because, but you're saying David Dobrik, so I'm assuming he's like a creator, like. Yeah, like, yeah, he, like, he's he like an YouTube established videos, like, creator. Yeah. What, what, what was, what's like his niche or his like bit? His, his shtick, I know from like the vlog squad was that he was like the old guy. He's, he's like older. In his yeah. 50s? I think he's in his 50s. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Cause like usually like creators, you're like, oh, I, I, lifestyle, I this. And he's right. like not used to showing what he usually shows. He's like, oh, I literally just have to ask for money because I don't usually have to do anything. And yeah, I, that's become like a whole niche on TikTok Live is just people doing these battles where they like are trying to get the most donations. Donations? Donations. What get, do they call well, it? I get, I don't know. It's not a, like, no, it's donation, not a donation is it's like, like to a, like a charity. Right, yeah, right. it's like a. It's similar a to the ice cream. Like, ooh, ice cream so yummy. People. Oh, the, yeah. the, it's similar. Uh, what you're, are they you're buying in currency? Uh, NPCs. 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 So it's yeah. when you're they're acting like so npc is a non-playable character so like imagine like what's a video game you used to play no I, like like literally like nintendogs or something yeah, yeah right and you'd like walk up to the groomer and they'd be like hi thanks for bringing your dog would you like me to wash it I like right. seeing that but not knowing what it is <laughs> that's and it's what just it is over. and you, do you, that's why they say the same shit over and over fyp has me on look uh npcs though with um like latina moms so they'll be like mm, gracias una rosa una rosa una rosa and i'm like what is going what's going on and she's like uh, an old old older woman yes, like this yeah. abuela like she's right Rosa. i'm like oh my god this is like bizarre but it's, also get the coins and it's working and she's at least doing something other than like come here we can get five more roses and then i'll yeah whatever and then and but he does nothing it's just yeah. so then he should do the npc then and just yeah. like, he should do something he should do literally anything yeah would be better than what he's doing he's now. really doing the go girl give us nothing actually yeah. mm, and also like looking so unwell i'm like sir i can put the camera down oh do you put think the well, camera down kind of got to play into that a little bit right now like please uh, help me help me i got kids to feed <laughs> yeah that's kind of what it's giving that's, but that's tough it is yeah. tough. And, and, and maybe he's not in his prime anymore like maybe it's giving like he's still trying to like grasp, hold on yeah. to the the fame and it's like just write a book i don't know like expose david dobrik do so i don't know like <laughs> do something you know how yeah. many people would buy a book you would know he was in the whole crew make an exposed video i don't know yeah I'm or not, like try something new or like do yeah. something different <laughs> yeah. right Let, turn on the camera pour some cereal you know there Talk is one something. tiktok live streamer that i do watch frequently uh and he unboxes pokemon cards that's it. Right. It's called Kraken Hits, and it's just the camera Kraken on his hits. hands, right, over and over again, opening the Pokemon cards. Mm -hmm. Love it. I've 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 sent you know the little things, right? Yeah, the little the, the little the roses, little or, roses whatever. or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's the only the only live stream that I watch and that I've sent the little coins and whatever to. Yep. I, yep. because I get so much joy from it. Mm -hmm. Like, right. oh, it's been a long day. Let me just. Watch right. someone open some Pokemon cards. And right. question, sending the roses, do you have to pay to send roses or coins or how does that work? You actually? get a certain amount of like free ones. Okay. And cool. then you can oh. pay. Okay. Oh, I was, never, I was, I've I didn't know how much they were, some, but I could tell that I can like for free. So I'll literally just go. Me too. I literally yeah. just start, watch the heart thing. Yeah, yeah. I watch the little heart thing go up and I'm like, all right, I gave. But Dude, yeah. you I don't know, know what else what's to. crazy that always gets me is that like they will show me a lot of really weird tiktok lives you know as you're scrolling through yeah. the thing yeah and i always feel so conflicted because i want to click on it because i'm like what the hell is this but then i'm like i don't want tiktok to think that i like this yeah yes. and it thinks i like npcs Ye yeah so now every time i scroll mm, lizzie i'm like <laughs> you guys 
stop. If we could get that uh, zoomed in on on that action. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's for my uh, pre uh, pre OnlyFans content. <laughs> mm, Lizzie, <laughs> has there been any other like pop culture stuff that has just been sucking you guys in right lately? I've just, I mean, I've just been so on TikTok. Like, I feel like I just see. Oh, the only thing now that I'm here, Five Nights at Freddy's. What is that? It's like a scary like game that kids play, and they oh. made a movie. I don't know with oh. Josh Hutcherson. Yeah, he's oh. in the movie. I don't really know. My brother is like so into that. Gotcha. But like, I saw there's like I again I don't know anything about it other than like the name and that it's like kind of scary and like it's for kids. Okay. But like, from what I've seen, because of like the re- like the remakes of these TikToks, is that like there's a song that they do, and then they like move like this. I don't know what that is, but I've seen it so many times. Trisha Paytas has done it 40 times <laughs> and I have seen it and I'm like, I wish she would just stop doing that because I don't understand what's going on. And also like, why is this the thing? That's the only thing that's been happening for me. And I dislike it a lot. So I think they're moving like that because they're animatronics. Oh, it's, it's like Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. So I think. This, oh, yeah. They're scary. Yeah, like it's come like, to life. Mm, it's like they're like Chuck E. Cheese style animatronics that have like the soul of like a dead person in them. Yeah. It's like a video game. Yeah. And then they made it into a movie. Okay. And even my brother was like, he was like talking to me about it, but then he called it like FNAF. Which is Five Nights at Freddy's. But I was like, what's FNAF? And then my sister was like, it's Five Nights at Freddy's. Avery's like so into it right now. So she just like <laughs> says the thing. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> FNAF. So that's uh, that. that. Uh, all over your For You page, much to your dismay. Yes. I want to tell TikTok, please stop showing I know. me this. And it's like, but you keep engaging with it. You're like, ah, oh, I'm just kidding. And I'm like, right. <laughs> right. You're like sharing How it. How do I to- say not interested? Yeah. Right, right. There's an option. I know. I need there to remember is. to do that. Yeah. I don't do it like ever. But I'm like, I, I really need to, need to tell do them. That. Especially when I get some like, oh, absolutely like, like not for me. things. Like, yeah. it's very clear that you were just putting on this to see if I would engage and see if this is what I'm into. No. Next. I actually hate this. <laughs> yeah. Not no, interested. Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> for me, I honestly have been so like, just like, Reek binge watching Sex in the City. Like that show is actually a show that my mom used to watch while I was growing up, but I was like never allowed to watch it. Like right. she's in the room, pause. Well, even it has sex in the title. Yes. Right. I, that alone, I was like, yeah. I remember like seeing like the Ooh. DVD case cover and being like, look away. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm like, not sex. And, and, I know. and you know what? Well, my, my parents are watching Sex in the City. Like that's their right. show or whatever. And right. so like, I remember growing up and being like, when I'm older, I'm going to watch an episode of Sex in the City and all that right. stuff. And then they started like putting it on TV and I was like, oh, here we go. But right. they have put it on HBO. They have put all of the seasons in addition to like the the following, which by the Is way, a new, there's the a new, new one just and just like that, which, right. oh my gosh, I love it. I am so invested because I want more. But anyways, right. um, all to say that. This show, I was like thinking of you girls. I was like, wow, this is like us girls just like living our lives. And like, we are so much the same and going through so much. And like, but like at the same time, there's like so many different things. And like, it just like, I am, there's an episode that's like really sticking with me where the girls go to a baby shower. And um, Charlotte is this girl that like wants to be pregnant so bad, but she's been trying and can't get pregnant. Mm -hmm. Carrie's like actually expecting her period to come, but she hasn't yet. So she's like, oh my gosh, maybe I am going to like be a mom. Just like those like thoughts of like, am I going to this? Am I going to that? And you watch these girls like go to this baby shower and it's this whole thing. And it ends up being like hurt feelings for one of the girls because she took, she stole her baby name. 
and <laughs> she hasn't been able right. to have a baby just yet, you know? And so, mm. like, that, it's a certain, certain chord, and there's this girl, the badass, Miss Samantha, Period. and Samantha was like, listen, you know, like, just, like, it's great to celebrate this, but we also have to celebrate, like, other things, because there are traditional things and non-traditional things. Like, right, right now, I'm celebrating that I am, like, just dating the hottest guy or whatever. Like, it just, right. it whatever it is to you, it can be so small, it can be so large, but just, like, really, like, celebrating different wins and that was getting Mm -hmm. me in my mind where I was like wow we're like at different ages and like celebrating different stuff you know like just so and it's just interesting to see and I just thought of us and I was like wouldn't it be nice if like we brought it to the pod and we could like celebrate like small wins big wins and everything in between right and with this new year we've been chatting and it's time that we celebrate the traditional the non-traditional and like the small and the big so um, we are going to be implementing this Woo Girl Minute. Yes. Yes. This is yes. a new segment we want to try out. We're yes. so excited about it. We are just talking about that and how, like, you know, I feel like we we celebrate a lot of the big stuff mm-hmm. at this stage in our lives. But there's so many little things in between. Yeah. And it can be significant. It can be small. It can be anything in between. And we just want to have, like, a, a moment in the podcast at the end of the show to connect with you guys and celebrate something that you feel proud of. And it could be like, I just graduated college. Or it could be like, I got out of bed today and right. that's been really hard for me. Yep. Right. We, whatever it is, like the big, the small, everything in between, this is just a little moment for us to bring out our inner woo girl yes. for you. Yeah. Yes. And we're such woo girls that we I feel like this is, this is the job for us. Literally. Yeah. Like, babe, tell me you pass that test or or you literally just showed up to something like literally it can and that's the thing like it's tough because like in that show like you're saying like we're only celebrating like traditional stuff and there's so many other things that like you don't celebrate like for example i have mentioned to you guys about wanting to get a dog and so when i do get that puppy that's like gonna be a huge thing for me and like sierra said i'm gonna have a pup shower yes because that's my baby and like right you know and i don't want to like be like oh well that's not really a baby or whatever and stuff like that because obviously that will happen and that's so lame or whatever but like to me it is special and it's something that we have been working for and looking towards which is like a whole thing so i'll save it for the next episode and give you the tea on it please um but yeah, let's celebrate it all. Yeah. So we're re- we're really excited to like try out this new little segment. We have a lot of stuff that we're wanting to kind of like refresh for yeah. the new year. Yes, yeah. Yes. I feel like January is always a really good time to kind of do that and like reassess everything. One of the other things that we're revamping is how we approach the group chat because mm-hmm. um, we want it to be more like community driven and not just like us, you know, on the text line with you guys, but mm-hmm. like everyone together yeah yeah um and one of the things that we do want to keep from the group chat is having something in every episode where we get to connect with you guys yeah and shout you guys out and so that's where we were like okay the woo girl moment that can be like the every episode thing yes Yes. so we're going to be putting our text line on hold for now so when we do want to source these things you can use the youtube comments you can follow us on instagram because we'll have dedicated posts for those and we'll be posting a link for google forms where you can share the longer stories and give us all of the juicy tea yeah i think this will be a good way to like make the interaction more a more accessible because there Mm -hmm. are more ways that you can do it than just like texting and you have to be in the u.s Mm -hmm. but also so that you guys can talk to each other and especially like sharing those like woo girl minutes in the comments on YouTube or on Instagram, like comment with each other's too, right. like interact with yeah. those, mm-hmm. encourage each other. We want the the group chat interaction to really feel like it's a group chat. We're all together. We're all supporting each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think this is just a good way for 
if you are like in your 20s or in your 30s, like there is so much life happening and it's so easy to overlook things that, you know, are are a big deal for you or just wins for yourself. It's easy to downplay those and be like, well, you know, it's I'm not I didn't get a raise or I didn't, I didn't have a baby or get married. But it's like those things are great. But also getting out of bed is great. Yeah. Making your Make, coffee at home. Making is great. a dentist appointment. Oh, yeah. my God. Making a dentist appointment. I, I will comment when I finally do. Yeah. <laughs> But like that is such something no, that I right. know that I'm like, girl, you have got to do this. And when you do it, and when I it'll do it, be such a win. Exactly. And that's enough to celebrate. I know. Yeah. And so we want we want this to be like life is already hard. So let's celebrate the small things and the big things, too. It's not like we're not going to, yeah. you know, yeah. celebrate your marriage or, you know, your yeah, <laughs> things yeah. like that. But I think it's just important because everyone is dealing with something different. Everyone's win is a win for everyone yes. else. Yeah. So, so let us know in the comments yes. what you are celebrating this week, be it big or small. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ryan, you have our first Woo Girl Minute, right? Okay, I have the first one here. We want to dedicate this first ever 20-whatever Woo Girl Minute to Morgan, who says, I advocated for myself at my job and asked for a raise. I'm really bad at sticking up for myself and speaking my mind. So this was huge for me. This year, I also had to advocate for myself while going through some health scares. So I've made a lot of progress. Woo! <laughs> Morgan, we're so proud of you. That's yes. hard to do. Uh, Morgan girl, that, asking for a raise? Uh, I'd advocating rather, for I, yourself? Dude, that's so hard. Oh, especially with the health. Oh my gosh, oh, like no, being out and like yeah. telling your doctor and stuff like that. You're like, "No, for real, can you double check?" You know? Literally. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, Morgan. that's huge. That's huge. That's I that's mean, That's a big win. That's a huge win. Such Congratulations, Morgan. You're on your way. <laughs> oh. I love that. I know. And so I'll, sweet. I do like ending on this really great note. Yeah. I know. It's a super, super positive way to end an episode. This is great. And please make sure to comment something that you are proud of for yourself this yes. week. Please comment. We want to celebrate. And thank you guys again so much for watching this week's episode. And make sure to be following us on TikTok and Instagram. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.